For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our Friday, your Thursday here on the Wayne Dupree program. Uh, welcome to the show on Red Voice Media and all over the Ethernet. Uh, we're everywhere out there uh, to end our week. A lot of stuff going on. Um, awaiting the arrival of the namesake of the show as we speak. I'm Hutch Bailey Jr. from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Slide it over to J-Rob from Minnesota. Hey, hey, folks, thanks for tuning in today. What is it with Wayne and he likes to make these dramatic entrances? <laughs> like, he's going to, like, hop on. He's going to have a Superman cape on. Giving and, you me know, a heart I'm going to give a plug while we're waiting for Wayne. I was watching Red Voice Media this morning. There was just some really funny stuff on there. And I got to say, on their on their platform, uh, they stream it on redvoicemedia.com. They got a Rumble channel. They do. They, they, they run on that. And. And it was just really funny. I was drinking my coffee, doing some work, and I'm like, God, these guys are just fine. I'm just, I'm just glad to be a part of this. I hear you. I am too. Um, I'll tell you, there, there's some things are, are moving along every single day. Things are developing. We're in a really important time in our history. I, I was reading before the show, which I always do, uh, to try to stay fresh for our lovely audience. 
you know, the Democrats are in panic mode in a lot of ways. And when I say Democrats, I include the Keebler elves that are on the stage on the, on the Republican primary stage. They're Democrats oh, yeah. too, to me. I mean, really the, the paradigm has completely shifted away from the labels of Republican and Democrat. Just ask the boss. He's right there. <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm just a man sitting beside the man. Sitting beside the man. <laughs> wait, wait, he has his hat curled up on him. He's like, I don't want to get up. But wait, do you see the graphics? Right. <laughs> getting a little giddy at the end of the week here. I'm getting ready to head north. Uh, always exciting. My name's Jason Robertson. I'm from uh, Minnesota. Oh, wait, hold it. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm Wayne Dupree. I was in another universe, baby. I, I was out. I mean, it was real, too. I mean, I was like, damn. I discovered something. Uh, something very economical, the two for three dollars sausage McMuffin oh. at McDonald's. I ate two of those suckers and I was out. Yeah. <laughs> I was down, man. It was like almost didn't make it. See, I love when I see Wayne was online at like two in the morning because I'm like, dude's gonna eat a nice breakfast and that cat's gonna curl up on his on his lap and we we gotta send the wake up call. Why is this different? Uh oh. Oh, I know why. I'm Wayne Dupree. I'm looking for. Oh, wait. There we go. There we go. Right. Oh, wait. There we go. Welcome to the show. Have you got the here. same microphone? Huh? You sound you a little echoey. Sound echoey. Yeah. I mean, not an echo, but it just sounds different than normal. Like maybe something defaulted you on. It's over here. That'll do it. Hello. Oh, he's oh. back. Hello. I was gonna say, that was from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was just toward the end of the show, and it wasn't enough time to really say anything. Right. Look, and, and it was pointed that way, too. It was pointed that way. And here I am. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on? Oh, wait. <laughs> it's Friday. It's yeah. Friday. We got a long weekend to go. Hopefully. One of, probably one of the last nice ones. Yeah. Yeah. Getting chilly in the evening. Oh, yeah. It's nice chilly. It's beautiful chilly. That's that nice chilly in it. And you know for what? For a little Jim? while, for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know what's crazy about the um that nighttime, that nighttime weather? That nighttime weather takes you back to when you were a kid and you used to look out the window at night and look up at the stars and stuff and, you know, dream of all the possibilities and crazy stuff like that. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing Santa Claus one time. I did too. I, mean, I didn't really see him, but I thought I, I heard him. I heard yeah, him. Yeah. Because yeah. I heard him going across. It. I was with my dad. We were walking to the pizza shop on a like Christmas Eve or something. Or near there, and and I heard I heard Santa Claus and his el or his uh, reindeer flying across. Then a couple <laughs> years later, I realized what the sound was. It was a freaking salt truck with chains on it. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> jing 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 jing. 
Well, look, my mom, my mom, my mom used to work at the broadcast station, so the broadcast started uh, doing the sonar satellite traffic stuff and everything. And even though they were talking, yeah, well, he's he's here. He's, he's he, well, he, he's not in the area, but you could probably look out at your window. <laughs> right. I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Where you gotta go to sleep? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, but no, it, never I get mean, to sleep that night. Being a kid, man. Being a kid was so great. I think. Um, because first off, you didn't know anything about bills, and then you didn't know anything about responsibility. So, um, I mean, you knew it from. Your parents, because you're, you know, you're hearing curse words and stuff about light bills and stuff like that and everything, but um, you really didn't know that much about anything except for your friends. You're learning stuff from your friends that your parents weren't telling you. <laughs> yeah, you're hearing certain things. You know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, I I found that I was adopted by the kids outside. As a matter of fact. Hmm. Kid, kid came, ro- kid came rolling up on his um bike, and you know back then, you know, back then, people tell you you were adopted in fighting words. You were adopted. What? You know, kind of like that. So yeah, I then I went in one night and I asked my mom. She said well, I was going to tell y'all when you were growing up. But yeah, yeah, type of thing. But you know, other than that. I learned how to play baseball with my cousins. My cousins, um, I used to come to Baltimore every uh, every summer, and that I, my my cousins made me learn how to switch hit. <laughs> Whoa! It's like, yeah, they made us, made all of us learn how to switch hit from both sides of the plate. You know, and it's a whole awesome. different thing now when they teach you that in school. Oh man. Man, it man, it was so. And you know, I thought I thought I could foul balls off uh, forever too, because you know, I kept fouling the balls off, and they were like, "Next pitch, next pitch." I said, "What? I still get, I still get the hit?" Because I really didn't know baseball at the time, so they taught me how to play baseball too. Oh, when we were young like that, four fouls, well, you were out. Really? Yeah, to make the game because it would go too long. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I I learned I learned how to pitch pitch because um my cousin who played baseball at the time didn't want me to pitch to him because I kept striking him out. And I and I really didn't know what I was doing, but I figured if I threw the ball down the middle as fast as I could, straight down the middle, he would swing, strike. Okay, got him. Then the second pitch. I'm going to throw it as fast as I can, but I'm going to throw it up around his eyes. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) And then that third one was as fast as I can, but below his knees. And it was striking about every time. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I'm just in the middle, to the eyes, down there by his shins. So, yeah. What a weekend. Uh, you know, I was I was noticing something. I was thinking before the show yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It might have, it was later on because it was about baseball was in my mind. 
Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, these last few generations of kids got ripped off, man. Either, oh either God. they got ripped off or I got ripped off yeah. because when I was growing up, my parents loved me. They supported all of, I'm not, not talking about just me. I'm talking about all of us in the neighborhood. Our parents loved us, but we never saw them. You know, we did everything on our own. I'm thinking about a baseball game and how that, how a kid would go like my grandson. If he, if he was going to go to a baseball game, somebody would have to drive him down, be at eyes on him all the time, have to drive him down to the stadium, walk him in, sit next to him, buy him everything he wants, bring him home, and he's protected the whole time. When we used to go to the baseball game, we used to walk up the street, jump on the bus, a public bus, yes, drive downtown on a shuttle or either a regular bus. We'd either get dropped off right at the stadium or the stadium is across the river from downtown. We get dropped off downtown, walk across the bridge, walk a half mile through the north side, yep. get a chance of getting robbed the whole time you're there. You're not in a good All part of town. Yep. Yep. You know, and we went to the game, and if we had enough change, we'd go buy an order of fries or a hot dog or something. And then after the game, you had to know how to get home. You had to yep. know what bus to get on. And they don't do that. That's that's gone now. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I remember I remember it was one summer because I used to stay over at my cousin's house, but we had, we had to go over to our grandmother's house. And usually you do that because your parents pick you up from your aunt's house and she drives you over to your grandmother's house. No, that's me in the car. Well, guess what? Parents had to work back then. So my cousins who lived in the city in Baltimore back then used to get on the bus. So here I am getting on the bus with them. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where's on Debbie? Where's on Roy? Come on, let's go. So we're we're riding the bus. This is something that I didn't do in my country town. I'm right. We're we're changing buses. We're riding the buses together, and we're getting off, and we're waiting, and then when we get to um, Grandma's house, we're there. I'm like, wow, that was eye opening for me. It was like you know, you felt like you're a little adult at that time too. You know what I'm saying? Between the bus and the bike, but now but it's bike. like. Bike was another mode of transportation too. I used to go oh, in between bike. all kind of neighborhoods. Yeah, that bike. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it was fast getaway. Too, it was good right? until until they get stolen. I mean, they always got stolen, but yeah. And I look, and I don't know how many um, jumps, cl- uh, uh, um, ramps that we made, <laughs> and how many people got their butts busted on those ramps was crazy too. Yeah, yeah. I broke yeah, my arm. I used to I used to climb trees. Jason, come on, man! You 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 had to have done something back. I was gonna say, like, I grew up in the era where you kind of raised yourself. You were the latchkey kid. You learned how to cook food, go places. Uh, it, it and it's scary as somebody who, like, my kids' youngest just turned eighteen. I look at what they got, and they got the short end of the stick. Like they're sitting in school learning America is the worst country ever. Yeah. They they don't know what gender they are. George Floyd's a hero, a- and they're learning stupid stuff like the world's gonna end in seven years. And and I'm like, man, don't you want to go watch cartoons? Like, Could, shouldn't we go get a hot pocket fired up? Or don't even know what a what, where the transmission dipstick is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you graduate high school now, you don't know how to balance a checkbook. You don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had to learn how to sew buttons, do basic cooking, yeah. like real life skills, so that when you're out on your own, it's like you could actually function. So, Votech man was it's it's non-existent now. Oh, man, I, remember. I, mean, I was you. You look at the schools. We we have so many every year, every, not every year, every union contract negotiation. They mm-hmm. sell another building. We've right. got these abandoned schools that are turned into apartment buildings. My Votech, I used to go to my Votech in seventh grade every Thursday from noon to the end of the day. We get on a bus and we go to Votech. I learned how to spot weld there. I learned how to use a bandsaw. I learned how to sew, although I had already learned sewing in art class right. uh, in another grade. But we, we learned how to cook. We cooked corn fritters and different things. And then at the end of the term, we had a store. And you had people learning retail and, and all the stuff that we made throughout the year was in that store. Yep. And you had fake money that you could use to buy the stuff. It was cool, man. And then we sat down and ate the food that this, that the cooking class made. Well, and think of that too. You were teaching kids like a, you can produce something mm-hmm. and you can produce different things. B what you produce is what you make. Cause you make it, you put it in that store yeah. And frankly, if you made really crappy stuff, nobody bought your stuff, you, yeah. you know, and, and nowadays it's, it's the opposite. And, and you look and you wonder why you have this entitled generation saying, why don't I make $22 an hour flipping burgers at Burger King? It's like, it's not worth that. And you some know? political entity made that decision to take that out of our training of our children. Right. Somebody decided to do that. This was an eight story building that went abandoned for 10 years before they turned it into a apartment building it had all the industrial tools if i would have stayed in that school for a couple more for another year for eighth grade i would have gone in there we'd had automotive repair and construction equipment stuff i mean it was it was awesome and they just stopped it with no replacement yeah man well i know i know um i took i took home ec in school um and then i took shop and the Votech that they're talking about isn't shop. The Votech that they're talking about, well, in our high school, was in another building. Yeah, this was too. And and that building was like maybe two floors worth. But you went in there and you wanted to be in there. I, I, okay, you wanted yeah. to be in there because you heard, <laughs> you know, you heard all those crazy sounds coming through, and you smell burning burning lumber in there, and and, and you're like. What's going on in here? All that stuff boys used to like back in the day. Right? Yes. yes Every now yes. and then somebody'd lose part of a finger or something. Oh, you had to watch those movies. Right. Remember them safety movies with old Mr. Smith and the freaking bandsaw? He comes oh, yeah. out. Oh, no. What are we going to do now? <laughs> Blood's gushing out. <laughs> those are the Ohio State Patrol crash videos. Right. Those were always I good. Too. <laughs> my son, I worked every other weekend when he was young. So Thursdays I was off. So I'd volunteer to school in the morning and I'd go into these classrooms when he was in elementary school and I'd be sitting there and they'd be talking like sex ed to like third graders. And I'm like, y'all shouldn't know. Like I go up to the teacher and this was. You're going to traumatize these kids. Yeah. He's 18 (laughs) years old now. So, I mean, this was like 10 years ago and I'm like, what? What? Like they shouldn't understand any of this. Like, can we teach them how to build Legos or something? You know what they taught us in those classes? How to stay away from drugs. 
Right. They scared the hell out of us. I, I did a lot of stupid things when I was they young. Did. They did. They did. But I never touched no heroin. Boy, they had me so scared of that stuff. Yeah. Nobody I know did. Nobody my age in my group that went to those classes. We had these tough gym teachers that used to tell you, used to teach you this stuff. And it was like in the Vietnam era. And they're like, you know what? When you get on heroin, you'll go up to some Marine that just came from Vietnam and you'll go start messing with him. He's going to clean your clock. Yep. You know, I mean, we were, they, and they were like, I don't know whether it was true or not, but they had us believing it. You touch that stuff one time and you're going to be a junkie the rest of your life is what they taught us. And I was freaking terrified. And so was everybody around me. And none of us, I, I look back, nobody used it. Yep. Yeah. I remember, um, I remember Nancy Reagan and I remember all of the commercials that used to come on Friday, but, baby. but I mean, I, I never, I never, uh, I never got close. I never got close to drugs in my entire life. I never got close to it. Uh, see, seeing the remnants of it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. I was that surrounded way, by it, man. You know, but I never got that close to it. So, um, and, 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 and I and it was and it wasn't in a position of peer pressure either. Uh, you know, I used to say I never smoked. I haven't smoked before. Now we did have <laughs> because because I didn't smoke. We did have a uh, a chemistry uh, uh, um, at yeah a chemistry thing about how to smoke and not get cancer. And they had a cigarette that was attached to this certain thing up there. And like, okay, does anyone want to try it? I said, yeah. <laughs> I had never smoked before. I don't know anything about it. I put my, <coughs> that was it. That was it. That was all. Y'all had uh, a sheltered childhood. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I mean, but then um, growing up in our time, your mistakes also made who you were. I mean, it, I you know, you figure, okay, well, I made that mistake, so I'm not going to do that again. You know, I mean, your parents, to a certain degree, let you grow up. To a certain degree. Yeah, they told you you can't do this, you can't do that. But you're all... But they're but sitting, you're they're sitting there doing it. Huh? They're sitting yeah. there doing it in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you, I mean, no, you better not smoke. You better not smoke. You better not drink either. I'll tell right. you what. But you learned accountability too, yeah, where if you yeah. screwed up, you did something dumb, like you got punished, you know, you got knocked out. Yeah, whatever the whatever the problem was. And now we have a generation, especially on the left, that's predicated on there are no responsibilities and accountabilities for anything. And, and I'll tell you, you know, there's another downfall to the single parent family. Men and women treat kids different. Oh yeah. yeah. And when you have yeah. just a woman hovering over a kid, first of all, you, you got the kid from the time he wakes up until the time he goes to school. Now he's going to be in, he's going to be run by more women in the school for a whole day till he comes home to the daycare. And it's probably women too. Uh, yeah. But they coddle you. They caught, that was my point. We didn't get coddled. Nope. You want to go to the game? Go, I remember one time guys, I, I came I just heard a commercial on TV and I was like 18 years old. Just, just bought a car. For a hundred bucks. I mean, a raggedy car, right? And I went up to my dad. I said, dad, I just found it. He said, I can get insurance for 500 bucks. He's like, good. Go ahead. Right. You know, it was like, 
<laughs> Knock yourself out. I mean, yeah. There wasn't any coddling going on. No. Nope. Well, I know. I, I mean, um, you know, I go back. I go back to my days in school where, uh, you know, you you make these mistakes and then you grow from it. We had a in my science class. I love science class. Uh, we had a brain. It was a brain in a in a um, in a container and it had liquid in it. And then on the top, they had you know on the top it said "Do not inhale." Um, formaldehyde. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was formaldehyde. I didn't know, you know. You, you tell me, don't inhale. <laughs> what it tastes like, man? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, oh, don't yeah. inhale. Maybe I'll. Drink. But the floor? You mean the floor? <laughs> <laughs> I, I climbed up on the thing before the before the kids had walked in the class. I took the top off. I oh. <laughs> No bueno. That had burned my nostrils so bad. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was out. I was, I was totally out. Uh, and I, and I never did it again. When I woke up, everybody was standing over top of me. I was like, I'm all, I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm all right. Please, please don't tell my parents. Please don't tell <laughs> yeah. my parents. Hey, when but, your dad's uh, walking up the street. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and 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 back then, parents used to go to school too. Parents used to show up in school at various times. I mean, my mom, and my dad told me and my sister we could show up at any time, and they did. They showed up at any time. Uh, as a matter of fact, even though we didn't pay for security and look out, they would tell us, "Your dad's in the parking lot." You know, your your dad's in the school, even though we didn't say, "Your mom is here." Really? Yeah, she was on the second floor. Okay, okay, thank you. <laughs> you know, kind of like that. But um, yeah, that that's how that's how life. You know, we we're reminiscing, my friends. We're reminiscing. Uh, after the break, we we have a we have a new young lady uh, from the new federal state of China. Uh, I told you they have a deep bench, and I've been talking to uh, Miss Ava Chen um, for the last couple of weeks on my um, Baltimore um, stations. And let me tell you something. <laughs> the first two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I had her on, and she had so much information. I was like, I, you know what? I got to. I, 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 I'm sorry. I got to bring you back next week. You know, because when she gets going, it's it's almost like you're in school because you're like, what? Uh, wait, wait, wait. What was that, uh, Miss? Um, can I? Oh, I need to write that down. Uh. uh I can, can I stay after class? I need to get some more information. I need to get so I asked. So I asked her back last weekend for two segments. So you know, I, I mean, I have her on for two segments. I'm like, okay, we're gonna be okay. Two seconds, man. I felt like I cheated the Baltimore people out of more information because she had more information. I'm like, God, dog. So I was like, okay, all right, all right. We got you should it. tell you should tell the audience about that, huh? You should tell the audience about your show. Oh, I do. Wait. Oh, oh, about the show. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know, I'm bad about that. Um, I That's broadcast why every. Why <laughs> Keep it focused. <laughs> I broadcast every Sunday. Um, WCBM. You can go to WCBM.com. 
I broadcast every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we bring in guests. Uh, I even I even had the boys call in ever so often so that we can kind of mobile the show and um, do do a little um, prompt, uh, impromptu show on the weekend, too. So, um, Well, you've had hot guests on there, too, Wayne. Yeah, 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 we have. We, I mean, we... Um, I'm trying to get President Trump on there, but I mean, you know, we have had some members from his team. We've had members from the New Federal State of China. I've had the whole roster. Well, actually, no, I haven't had the whole roster from New Federal State of China, but um, I have to because you know what? And we're going to go to break here on um, um, on the Red Voice Media Network, and then we, when we come back, we'll have Ava on. But it's almost like I take that China thing personal. Because Everybody of what should. we're doing to our country, the CCP, mind you, and then to learn how the the people are being treated, and we don't get to see that. And I'm talking about the Chinese people, because if you're walking up and down the street on a regular day, and you talk to a, a regular American, and you tell, did you know that uh, over six hundred thousand? No, did you know over six hundred million people? Uh, make less than $150 a day in China. What? No, I didn't know that. Which means that there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of modern day slavery type of stuff going hey, on over there. You have China. you have a lot of Chinese restaurants in Baltimore. Yeah. I got I got a lot of them. I'm sure you got them where you live too, Jay. Oh yeah. Uh you see the staffs of those places. There's all kinds of women in there. How come you never see anyone on the street? Never. You never see the people in there out on the street enjoying their life. I don't anyway. And I've been looking for 20 years to figure out where are these people locked up somewhere? You know, what is it? They, they, they get threatened that they're going to get sent back to China. I, I don't know what that is. It, it blows me away. You don't see them in bars. You don't see them in restaurants. You don't see them at baseball games. With those right. secret police, you know. Something. I mean, I think there's slavery people. right here in the United States. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Okay, uh, we're going to take a break here on the on Red Voice Media Network. That's Bailey Jr., Jason Robinson, Wayne Dupree. We're going to be right back, and we're going to have Ava Chan from the new federal state of China joining us. We'll be right back. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com.
When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks America! Hey, if you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast, you know that we've been talking about how China is infiltrating the United States, especially the government and the media and social media. Well, did you know that they were hoarding food? Not planned. The experts say that China is hoarding a massive amount of food. They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of its rice, and over half of its wheat. But when asked about this, of course, China lies. One China expert says they, of course, will never admit to doing something like that. Well, what does China know that we don't? When it comes to global food shortages, China is the canary in the coal mine. You see, China is the world's number one food importer. They rely on the rest of the world to keep their people fed. They can't afford to mess up or there'll be riots, panic in the streets. Because just think about that. They have to keep. 1 billion people fed. So they can't afford, again, they can't afford to mess up. What does this mean for Americans like you and me? Well, two, two words, food shortages. That's why it is a smart idea to stock up on a kit from the best-selling Food Patriots Survival Food Network. You can create your own stockpile of the best-selling um, for Patriots Survival Kit Foods. You can create your own stockpile of the best-selling for Patriot survival food kits that are hand-packed in the United States of America. The kits are compact and easily to stack. They have different um, delicious breakfasts, um, lunches, and dinners. Uh, they even you can go to a website and check out their five-star reviews um, uh, that based on flavor and taste. I want you to go there and sign up today. You can get 10% off your first purchase at 4patriots.com. Just, just remember to type in the code name Wayne. You can just go to, again, go to 4patriots.com, use the code name Wayne, get up to 10% of your first purchase, um, 10% off, and uh, get ready for what's coming. 电话突然之间掉了，怎么回事啊？So，ladies nfcofficial.com again nfc nfsc official.com j rob you said that 
you've been there and seen a whole lot of material, right? Yeah, I gotta say, to give the new federal state of China. Hey, there's Ava. What's Sorry. going on? Hi, hello, everybody. <laughs> it was hey, someone to business. <laughs> hello, Wayne. Hello, everybody. Hi, Jason. Hi, Hutch. Hello. Um, it's great. Yeah, wonderful to be here. This is my first time, so I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, look, look. We all family, and let me tell you something. If anybody should be nervous, it's, it's us because you have so much information, Ava. You are a firebrand. I mean, I, I mean, I, I sit back and just seriously, I can just sit back and just listen and uh, um, um, just see whatever you're talking about in my mind. I can just see it. I can picture it. I can see it. And I'm like, wow. I, I mean, I just can't believe all this stuff is going on. But again, um, Nicole, um, Ayla, um, Roy, all of y'all do a fantastic job in breaking down what is going on uh, with the Chinese people um, and the <laughs> the dictatorial um, leadership, which is Xi. I saw that the German foreign minister got oh. uh, got in. Well, actually, the German ambassador got called. Uh, in China, got called, yeah, it got called to China because the foreign minister called Xi a dictator. That's right. Speak, speak on that for a quick second. For sure, I think yeah, you mentioning too about the foreign minister that the lady named Angelina, I think a Bo Bok, if I remember correctly, she commented and she basically called out that she is a dictator, which hundred percent accurate. So yes, after yes. that, after that, um, the, the, the CCP is pissed off. I mean, she for sure pissed off. So the person <laughs> around, she uh, are very scared because you know what's going on in China, right? It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's never ending purge. So these people in order to show their hundred percent loyalty, they need to do something and they need to make the scene noticeable by the leader. Okay, this is the same stupid acts that they pulled again against the people in the history. If you look just way back, so this person, whoever called um, the, the 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 German uh, ambassador in Beijing, wanted to make a scene, wanted to be reported, so she, you know, noticeable, and she probably say, okay, that person is hundred percent loyalty to me, so he's safe. So, but basically, they wanted this is a show. They want to give a warning to the free world again and again. You know, um, and then um, what's happening after that is they put up a, a protest against uh, German. Do you know that? You know, they, mm. they actually, the CCP organized a protest. And um, this is how they're manipulating the people's perception because there's no uh, freedom and democracy. Any of those protests that was organized by the Chinese um, Communist Party's um, United Front work. Okay, just by name of it, it's coming from Soviet Union. It's called basically it's it's a it's a spy coalition. They're trying to co-op mm -hmm. people and organize. Maybe they pay them. Maybe they coerce them to participate in those protests and then against the free world. And basically, they're condoning uh, the German uh, foreign minister calling out the truth. Okay, so that's wow. the world that we live in. Um, wow. but this is the second uh, diplomat. Uh, sorry, the second world leader called out on Xi. Because I remember, if you recall, Biden, um, the current administration, called right, out right. on Xi. Right. You know, right. he actually right. was the first one called out, yeah. saying, hey, you are a dictator. Although he did it, like, you know, subtly in a fundraising, yeah. uh, not yeah. kind of official kind of a stage. But what happened yesterday? 
that's exciting because um, uh, Trump went to Iowa and he made a speech. And if you look at the speech that he made, he called out on the communists. He said, yep, yep. no communists ever. We it had is. enough in our country. We don't want them. Okay, so actually that is amazing because I think we're living, I just made a tweet out because I truly believe, I think we're living in the moment in history. In I agree. The era, whoever, whoever is going to call out and fight with the Chinese Communist Party and the communists are going to be the leaders of this world, of this free world. And they rally, people would rally behind them and people would support them. So I think there might be a competition for the world leaders to right. get onto right. that race and take down the biggest threat to every one of us, to people and the free nations. Ava, I agree 100% with you. I think we're in historic times. Uh, what you were saying about the the German that wanted, or the uh, Chinese communist foreign minister that wanted to be noticed, uh, that he was loyal or, yeah. or her or whatever. Uh, I spent some time in Korea and it, it reminds me exactly of Kim Il-sung, Kim Jong-un, whoever's in there at the time. Whenever you see a speech and everybody starts clapping and everybody's looking around like, I'm not going to be the first one to stop. Yep. <laughs> and they keep clapping for 20 minutes because everybody's afraid to stop clapping first. You know, it, it's the same kind of thing. Uh, I was listening to some uh, testimony to Congress the other day, and it was a woman that was ahead of a group of mothers that were concerned about their children. And we had talked about with some of your predecessors, we had talked about the uh, Confucius Institutes in our college, colleges and things like that, and professors in colleges. But this woman did some, her group did some investigations, and we've got Chinese Communist Party teachers in our grade schools here now. I mean, we, yeah. we bring teachers from communist China, not Taiwan, from communist China, and they're, they're indoctrinating our kids, indoctrinating our children. Do you have any knowledge of that, that it's below the collegiate level? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this, is, this is where when people comes to understand the Chinese Communist Party, um, you really need to look into the history. Okay, so they're good at deception. They're good at a disguise, but they're unfortunate. Um, a lot of your um, influential and powerful people in your society back then, you know, let's go back to 50 years. They actually say, oh, they're not communists. You know, they look vastly different than those, you know, the, the, the October Revolution and Soviet Union. They are just cultural, lovely, freedom loving people. So everything they basically um, uh, pushed away and under the cultural difference. OK, we don't understand, you know, they're the, you know, they have rich culture, but that's absurd. Okay, this is nothing to do with culture. You would not say that to basically Stalin. You would not confuse political versus culture. But that's right. happening when you're dealing with a communist Chinese Communist Party. You always, the people in your system, always uh, 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 basically um, spooze up with the different rosy lenses, how they view this. A communist region. They're no different because they're a Marxism, they're Leninist, they're Stalinist ideology. These are evil ideology. So unfortunately, yes, very early on, they create a lot of those um, programs. They're under, they're disguised as a cultural, social exchange. Like Confucius Institute is just one of them. There's so many of them. You know, there's sister city program, there's, you know, uh, exchange uh, scholarship program. They basically paying 
American, the best and bright, brightest, the future leaders to study in China. Basically, they brainwash them. They corrupt them. Okay, so this is the opportunity. This is the bridge they build. People versus people. Okay, a lot of them not equipped it with uh, the, the ability and the capacity and understanding to basically correctly interpret it, those engagement. They, they took it as a very friendly gesture. Okay, but no, these are uh, the basically attack. They started the attack long before. This is very methodical, very uh, carefully planned out. How are they going to take over you gradually? Knowing that at that time, when they very first engaging with the free world, they're really poor country. You know, and the poor is not caused by the Chinese people. It's caused by the Communist Party. If you go back, you know, to before the Chinese Communist Party, people are actually have enough food to eat. They're not going to starve, although we have periodic, you know, famine, but it's not going to be full blown country national wide famine. But when communists came in 1949, we had a famine after famine and after famine. And we have lost over 100 million people just because of famine wow. in a wow. very short span of less than 10. 15 years that wow. is the stupidity of this evil regime so uh confucius uh institute you mentioned absolutely they have picked you know if you look into the uh, the terms when they uh, uh give funding provide funding to those schools they pick the poorest school okay they know the poorest school has less resources to resist Right. So that's exactly the strategy all over the world. Look at the one bell, one road. They pick the poorest yeah. country and the least country. They don't have the, the, the democratic system, the structure to fight back this totalitarian, brutal regime. So that's exactly happened to a public school. If you look at who are those people are most vulnerable for the yeah. communist takeover, they are those poorest public schools. And then they give them funding. Then they actually dictates everything. Okay, everything, including what material you're going to teach, who is going to teaching it, how I'm going to pick the teachers. Okay, the Chinese Communist Party actually laid out all the procedures. They're going to hire, they're going to train, they're going to provide those teachers. So literally, you basically hand them over, um, you know, the handhouse to the fox. You ask them to come in and brainwash your kids. Nowhere you can find a young minds, you know, a growing minds at that stage, you know, grade school, K-1 to K-12, they're absorbing those information like crazy. And then, then you give them fake information, disinformation, wow. whatever. And so that, that's how you created the generations, actually, you know, that's very, um, that, that's favorable. They have a very favorable view of communism. That's exactly in their propaganda. They've been trying to tell them American sucks. Okay, American bad, evil, and it's communism great. The American government sucks, but the CCP is great. You, you know, you'd go figure. Unreal. Yeah. You know, I, I gotta say, it's great to have you on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, I told you she's a bad girl. I told yeah. you. Told we were giving a shout out earlier to your website, <laughs> NSF. That's the official. first new stuff I heard in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and follow your Twitter. You guys do great coverage on there. And, and the thing I like the most about NFSC is that they bring receipts. They bring the facts. Yeah, Here's a Miles do. Go video from four mm -hmm. years ago where he's talking about what's happening today or here's the mm -hmm. documentation. But I got to say, I, I was really excited to have you tell a story to our audience because I saw you, you talk about this on some other shows about how Xi Jinping has really been building 
this takeover of Taiwan since a young age, how it was a dream for him to kind of form an axis of wow. evil. And, and when you put that in the context of reported health issues with him and some collapse going on in China, where he might be reaching the end of his run, potentially, um, but this has been something he's dreamed of since a kid, is, is the story. Could, could you tell our audience that story? Yeah, so, um, yes, thank you, uh, uh, Jason, for that question. So Xi Jinping, if you look at uh, his upbringing, it, it's actually pretty sad. I would say he uh, is a victim of this you know, ideology, because his father is quite intelligence, uh, you know, uh, in charge for intelligence as well, and also in a very top ranking of CCP official at that time. But because of the Cultural Revolution, I'm not sure whether um, you are familiar with the Cultural Revolution, which is another political campaign and purge started by Mao in 1966. And basically, it lasted 10 years. So Xi's father uh, was purged, okay, was denounced, you know, and humiliated numerous times publicly. You know, you saw those pictures, people are tied their hands up and they're wearing a high uh, hats and say they're, you know, counter revolutionary or they're revisionist or whatever. You know, these are the, these are the memories of Xi. And she was actually uh, fear for his life. He was rejected by his own mother. Okay, this is how a communism ideology break the family. Because if you look at 1984, the George Orwell's uh, book, it's, yeah. it's true. They break up a family. They want the kids to snitch on the parents. The parents snitch on the kids. Sisters snitching on the brothers just to show the loyalty to this regime. Okay, so it's the insatiable desire, um, self-protection or whatever. It's gone crazy. It's a fanatic. Um, saying that turning people, you know, it takes your humanity away, basically, to break us, uh, break up the family, because family is supposed to be the safe haven where you can maybe divulge some of your secrets, right? You're afraid of it's telling people, then you come right. to your mom, you come to your dad, but that wasn't, that wasn't she's upbringing. And they were looking, uh, the four gangs, which came out to grab the power um, during the Cultural Revolution, was looking for Xi, and they, they, they're trying to hunt him down. And so I can say Xi, growing up as a victim of this totalitarian regime, but very unfortunately, he had a twisted a worldview, all of them are, because all those communists are very dark. You know, they have a deep hatred towards people. Okay, and they want to revenge their hatred, kind of a devout them and eat the whatever they left to, would be able to call them a human. So that's exactly um, what Xi's worldview is. And he's a, a worship Mao. Okay, Mao is Xi's idol. But if you look at what Mao did to the Chinese people from his ring to 19, 3rd, 1949, all the way to 1976, slaughtering Chinese people. Millions. Uh, one political campaign after another never, never stopped. Okay. And then this is the history. This is a bloody and violent history of the communism. But unfortunately, she thinks he is the uh, idol because he has the power. He has a concentrated power from all over the place. That's exactly what she was. He's a hunger. He's a hunger for power. And that hunger for power um, has already made him the most delusional person in the world 
because he believed he has all the power. He believed he's winning. He's had a headwind and in this in this in this war against the free nation. That is why he is basically accelerating. You just saw the news that he has sent another 103 uh, air, aircrafts to to invade yeah. Taiwan, right? It's just a, a, a 24 hours ago and they've been doing it for lately for a year and they're practicing. At any time they're going to take on Taiwan, but you're right. His life is ticking. His 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 life expectancy is ticking. He had a a childhood injury. Um, he was hit by a tractor and which broken his spine and causing a lot of a neuro damage. So he had in the last two or three years he had a two surgeries according to Miles mm -hmm. was whistleblowing. So both him and Putin on a deathbed, you know. Uh, but King Jamum is a thirty nine years old dictator. Okay, so um, mm. King Jamum has has most to lose. If you're thinking about this evil access of formation, if we think right. about how we actually can drive a wedge between these three, um, you know, the 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 tri the triad partnership, um, then I think King Jong-un is most likely to back out because the other two are desperate and are on their way out. You know, one is to both of them, Putin is also terminal cancer. Okay. And mm -hmm. basically he's also on the on the on the on the last breaths of his life. So does she. And both of them have those those psychic uh, quest for power and uh, destroying and willing to do anything to get it. But King Jiangmu is only 39 years old. He has he has a country. He has a sister. He has a lot to lose. So mm -hmm. I think um, I think at any time, um, I think we could see something happen within the CCP, because in the CCP right now, um, there's lots of. Uh, hidden currents going on as we already observed in the last you know couple of weeks people starting disappearing you know people right. started being arrested yeah. because uh, she is so fearful okay and she is so not at ease um and anything could happen it could be a mutiny it could be you know um something happened within the chinese communist party and i firmly believe that the chinese communist party will be taken down by the chinese communist party member but what we really have to pay attention to is what after, what come after, because I have to right. remind our audiences is communists are good at deception. They have been dumb. They have been doing this to Chinese people numerous times, repeatedly. So we have to be really watching closely in this historical moment. We don't want she's gone, but then replaced it with the someone else pretending to be. Yeah, right. pretending right. to be a mind up. Exactly, because yeah. this is yeah. an opportunity. All yeah. those evil cronies will come and and were willing to do whatever to take seize the power. So we really have to be careful. And an FSC would expose them if we saw anybody has this intent, yeah. because we have intel. We know who is talking to who, especially those WEF, the World Economic Forum. You oh. know, those communists disguised as the state capitalists. Okay, yeah. they we would not let them to seize the great nation, because this is truly a freedom, an opportunity of freedom for the Chinese people. And we will fight to the end. Ava, 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 <laughs> Ava. We got to have you back. We got to have you back. I need the Red Bull she's drinking. Ava's on fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. I mean, and, 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 and I hope that the audience, I hope that y'all agree uh she, she she is somebody that y'all need to to follow on social media also uh nicole um all, I, mean, I mean um and and um ayla and and um roy, roy. and saturn 
the, I mean, the whole group over there. And Miles. Group. And Miles, oh, yeah. Gracious. My, look, Miles has a bench. Okay. Miles has a bench. My, and what I mean by that, Ava, is that uh, the politics over here for the last few years, a whole lot of the leaders really don't develop strong backups. They don't have uh, people that can push that dream or push that I, or, or or continue what they were doing because they, uh, um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's how Americans are. They don't read anymore. They don't write. They don't learn. But y'all, I mean, y'all had picked up the baton from Miles and y'all aren't letting that go. It, it's like, okay, you put our leader in jail. Now we're really gonna get to work, and y'all, y'all have gotten to work, and we here at the Wayne Dupree show, we commend you. We commend Absolutely. you on, on on sticking with it, getting bolder, and and um, I mean, I don't even know what danger that y'all are in because I know that y'all are being watched. I know that y'all are being watched, but um, again, whatever whatever you need from us here, we definitely have your back. Um, and and speaking about back, we got to have you back. We're gonna have you back, and we got to have you back on the Baltimore show too. Um, I'll talk to you later after that. But um, how can uh how can people uh support you and uh, support the uh, new federal state of China? Uh, just by following us and help us to spread uh, the truth. And f- because right now the moment is really heated. So anytime um, anything could happen, that's why I highly recommend you to follow us on social media on Getter, which is NFSC Speaks, and on Twitter, NFSC Speaks, because we uh, drop out bombshell intel, you know, <laughs> if, if things happen. Yeah, yeah. That could happen really fast. So, um, and also we have a website, it's nfscofficial.com. So please um, subscribe to that and that's the best way to help us to spread uh, the information and choose and get people informed so thank you shout out to everybody that's uh political prisoners that are watching the show god bless you all exactly exactly Keep up the ladies good and gentlemen ava chen from the new federal state of china my name is wayne dupree hutch baylor jr j rob from muslim soda we're going to take a break here on the red voice media network and we'll be right back When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. 
Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. We got graphics all over the place. That's that three in the morning graphics right there. Right. <laughs> you know, I love everybody that we've had on here from the NFSC, but yeah. we might have a candidate for the Pro Bowl here. <laughs> you know, I mean, I never, I never linked the financial status of a district to the potential for bribery like that or infilt infiltration. That was genius. Yeah. I never even thought of that. Not once. Well, and it's funny if you look, China does that a bunch. Like Eric Swalwell, they got into him when he was just a city councilman. Right. Without any money. Nice and cheap, you know. When he, when he didn't have any money. I mean, this is how they get you. And yeah. when we, and you look back at the cultural uh, deterioration of the United States, of our people, uh, and, and our, our rejection of God, and when, when you put money as the number one motivator, your country's going to die. Right. We've, we've got to get away from that. We really do. I read an article today called the, the, the I, I'm going to get it wrong, but it basically said, the, the new pig people. And it went on to say, Americans are addicted to drugs. They're addicted to this. They're addicted to that. They're addicted to this. They're addicted to that. And above all else, they're addicted to money. Yep. yep. And I was like, damn, if that's not true, I'm glad I'm not that way, but I'm, if I was broke, I might be that way. You know what too? I mean, I, and I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else is like this, but I, and, and I've said it for a long time and I, and I really mean it. I hate money. I do too. I do. I, re I, I really do. I mean, if I could, uh, what's that word? Bar um, uh, well, barter. 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 If I could barter, I'd rather barter than have money. I, I mean, I'm serious. I, I, I hate money because, my, I mean, you can't sleep if you ain't got it. You can't, um, I mean, it's always on your mind. You always have to have something for something. You always, and, and then when you think that you have enough or have something that you can just, okay, let the me roof just starts laugh. leaking. It's gone again. You right. know, it's like, God, dog. Well, and it's funny because one of the rules we teach our audience is always follow the money. So if you see something that seems unusual or a behavior from a member of Congress or political official, always follow the money. And it was interesting. I was reading an article yesterday and I think it was Wall Street Journal about Rand Paul, because I remember when they were talking about banning TikTok, Rand Paul out of everybody spoke out against it. And 
And I'm like, well, he's kind of libertarian. I could see not letting the government get involved. But this is one of those cases where maybe we do. So then th this and it always kind of stuck in my head because that was kind of hot a few months ago. And it turns out one of his biggest donors is an investor, owns 15 percent of yep. TikTok. That yesterday. He has, Don't ever put any emotional tie to these people. And exactly. he had done huge donations to a pack that then funneled money wow. to Rand yep. Paul. And then, and it was funny because it was just, I saw, when I saw Rand Paul speaking out against that. Like I can see that because I, I don't like government getting involved in things, but TikTok is just so nefarious. It might be one of those cases where you make the argument. And, and I always wondered, like, I wonder what that is. And somebody actually dug in and I'm like, that makes perfect sense. And then you got to ask yourself the question, you know, doggone well, Rand Paul could make 10, 20 times what he's making right now as an ophthalmologist. Right. Why did he go in the Senate? Yeah. If it's, if it's about the stacks, he already had them. I think he went in there because of his daddy. All uh, right. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well, and I think part of it, he he does some good things. And overall, Rand Paul has done some interesting things. He does. Things, he does but, some good talking. Seriously. Yeah, that, he, that, that filibuster a few years ago was pretty good. Yeah, that 24-hour something filibuster. Yeah, he's had some talking. highlights. Yeah, it was good talking because after he was finished, they went ahead and did whatever they were. Going did to they pass it anyway? I don't even remember yeah. what it was about. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I just mean, saying, but when when you see these politicians and you're like, "Oh, that's weird. I wonder what that is." You just kind of store that away in the back of your head, and yeah. then eventually, it always comes back to money. Here was some political donation, which you know, I mean, Ron DeSantis. Why do we not like Ron DeSantis? One of the big reasons is all this money is flowing into him from all these horrible people. No loyalty. Republican he a punk? That's why. No right. loyalty. Well, and, and he acts like he's going to, if he gets elected, that he's not going to be beholden to these guys. And that's bullshit. We all know. What, what did Donald Trump, Ramaswamy, Chris Christie have in common? They're all ahead of DeSantis. You're right. Nikki Haley, too. <laughs> Nikki Haley. I forgot her. I couldn't right. think of her. <laughs> yeah who's out first ron desantis or joe biden you gotta suck to be at townhall.com right now right. <laughs> <laughs> could have told you guys could have told you six months ago we could have told you well here's what's you, funny though follow the money they're yeah. still living in 2015 where right. where we were all stupid and mm -hmm. and the three of us will be the first to admit before 2015, we all believed the lies from the Republican. dumb with a capital D. Yep. <laughs> yep. And and now Thanks, and Ron. now we see the Republican Party are the same crooks. And I hate to say it, the left who was calling them beholden to big business and all that, like they were true. It was right. And they're not serving the people. But I gotta say, right now, if you're not following it, folks, you have some people with some balls of steel in the house fighting against a continuing resolution some are women anna paulina is like hey, i'm a hard no like no dice on and they're not going to change their minds either and they you know this is getting good right this is really getting good for all my my people that get on me for getting on the republican party and say you talk all that all the time but you never have any solutions there's the solution there it is the primaries are the solution that's where you have to work forget about the the general you're either going to your state's either red or blue, yep. but the primary is where it's key, because who cares if it's red if it's a freaking 
whiner. Right. But they're you know, just as bad as Democrats. Indeed. But you know how you know how people um, say we don't have solutions? It's like, well, y'all don't want to show because we do give solutions. Y'all just don't want to accept the solutions because, because with the solutions comes work. Yep. And you don't want to work. And risk. And yeah, risk. Right. And risk. Right. And right. And risk. So, I mean, you know, when I hear that, I'm like, when I hear people say that about some of the stuff that we say, oh, what's your solution? We talk about it all the time. I told you my solution six months ago, primary Mitt Romney. I wish yeah. they would have listened to me about Wyoming and got rid of Barrasso. Cut that freaking leadership down at the Senate. Let's get rid of some of these morons. Well, and think of the courage it takes for some of these guys. I, I hearken back to, I went back and watched some of the House Speaker election stuff. And I remember when he got to like vote 10 or 11 and Matt Gates is sitting there and he is a freaking wall. Yeah. It is, he is the only thing stopping Kevin McCarthy from being Speaker. There was, you know, some other people in the background, but all eyes, and they're like, no, we're not changing. And all eyes were on Matt Gates. And imagine the courage it took to hold up government. All the flack he took, people on his side, people on the other side, and he cut the deal. And you know what? He should have been more aggressive with the debt ceiling and holding that accountable. But in this round of if they get through October 1st and they don't back down, I'm going to have so much respect for these folks because they are digging in. They're saying, we made a deal. We want single-issue budget bills. We want no more money to Ukraine. We want to close the border and we're not going to pass government funding until you do these things. And none of this bullshit that Byron Donalds came up with where we're going to cut spending for a month for 7%. No, no, no. We agreed to this. You either do it or not. And I love that. That's change. That's and somebody taking a step. Let me, let me add something to that too, because this is an important thing because these guys are getting a whole lot of love and a whole lot of respect. Never have an emotional attachment to right. Matt Gates to Byron Donalds, to any of them. Don't you are the credit committee, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. You're in charge of keeping them on a straight and narrow, and you can't do that if you love them. Yep. Well, and I gotta say, I think like our show was very critical about those guys when they let the debt ceiling go by, and I think a lot of people were critical, and I think that's why they're taking action now. Is they're like, whoa, 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 these people believed in us that these people wanted us to do that, and they'll support us, and. I, I mean, this could be one of those things that results in real change. It could would be. be awesome. It's it, it's going to be tight, but at least we're building what Wayne was talking about. These young guys, not not all of them young, but these twenty Freedom Caucus members uh, and two or three senators, we're building our bench. Yep. Every year it gets bigger. Every cycle it gets a little bit bigger. Not not a whole lot, but we didn't even have a Freedom Caucus to speak of. Uh, seven, eight years ago. Look who was on it. Justin Amash. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had slugs in there and you got to, it takes a while, but every now and then you got to turn up the rock and pick the slugs out and get rid of them. They're all just human. Uh, and the ones that are doing a good job will be recognized. Yep. Well, and Kevin McCarthy, I mean, he is a political animal. He just wants power. He just wants that speakership. So he's going to be cutting whatever deals. Uh, but listener, Dina, Dina Dorsey had the perfect response. MTG taught me that lesson. I was an MTG fan. I, I, think I was too. Some some folks were, some I mean, folks weren't. Up Wayne until that election. Up until fan. that election for speaker, I was. 
Yep. You know I mean? Right about and, that and, time, you saw her taking the money and getting bought out by the establishment. Yep. And well, now she it. still does things every now and then that you can support, but she's just a political animal. I just, I felt, I felt a little bit strange about her from the time that she got elected. Um, there, there are certain people that you can see that's real and there's certain people and, and that only comes from stuff that we've gone through on this show. And as having your eyes open as at various times, <clears throat> we want heroes. We want people that we could look up to. I don't think we need that, but that's what we cater to is heroes. Like uh, in the form of Martin Luther King. Uh, when Martin Luther King died, uh, Jesse Jackson decided he was going to be the next Martin Luther King. He's like, no, we don't need another Martin Luther King. What we need to do is put his practices and his ideas into place so that we can all move forward on the on the dream that he had. Once once you start like like I said, like Jason said, and I've always said it. For me, I don't fall in love with these leaders no more. I I don't I don't love and and I know and I know some of y'all love President Trump. I I I know you do, and I know that we've even said on the show that this show loves President Trump. I can't love President Trump. I admire him. I support him. I defend him. I'm 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 in it to win it with him. I don't love him because without I I have to hold him accountable for different things that he does as president. That, that, that I mean I have to. You you I mean you can't you can't not hold your guy accountable and hold everybody else accountable. Then you're a hypocrite. Yeah. Okay, you have to hold. I mean, because what we were right up there on Syria. We were like, no, nah, man, don't do that. Don't do that. Lindsay, Lindsay, and um, and his girlfriend is telling you wrong. President Trump, please, please don't. Oh, he did it. Oh my God, man. And you know, then everybody's jumping on us. He know what he's doing. Three D chess. No, no, that was, that was crazy. Move. Tricked. Crazy move. It was crazy move. He got tricked. Well, he you got you got to understand. Too, like President Trump will be the first one to tell you he got there and he didn't realize how bad the Republican Party was and he took advice from bad people. You know, folks like MTG, let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say she showed up and <laughs> I know Wayne won't, but let's say I, I do. Wayne don't like anybody, man. Right. You you show up trying to make a difference. Every hero I bring here, he shoots down. Right. <laughs> but I mean, you, you show up in D.C. trying to make a difference. And by lunch, your first day in the house, you're meeting with lobbyists. And everybody keeps coming at you. Say it. Here's this. Here's that. Here's the other. I mean, I haven't looked into it. She just released a book. I wonder how much her book deal was. Yeah, I'm sure it was for a lot of money, and I'm sure that money ties back. I mean, it's just kind of an in-kind campaign contribution, would be my guess. I should have, I should have figured it out when it was like by lunchtime you meet the lobbyists, by dinner time you meet these guys, and by the next day you're divorced. Right. <laughs> that should have that should have set something off for me. President right. Trump, don't, don't make her VP. Don't do that. Oh hell no. Don't do that. Don't oh, do that. He ain't, he ain't gonna do that. He, I will say, <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry about that loyalty thing about because she yeah. went with McCarthy. Don't do that. 
Yeah, don't, don't do that. There's too many good ones out there, and she's not yeah. one of them. Nope, don't do that, President Trump. Please don't do that. Please. She'll be she'll be suing you for harassment in three years. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah, don't do well, that. And I'm gonna say I I can't wait to see who Trump picks for the VP because that will be our first indication has he learned his lesson. It better not be Nikki Haley. Right. And from and from what I'm seeing, it better not be uh that South Dakota governor. Uh, no, not not her either. She's bought up by big agriculture, man. Don't do it. That's their that's their ace in the hole. Or and, else she'd be talking what she really feels about you. Yeah. And and what's up with that Corey Lewandowski affair thing going on? Um, I, I ain't gonna blame him. <laughs> I ain't gonna blame him now. I, I ain't either. I mean, but man, he be getting the pretty ones though. He no. Oh, oh. What is it with all the hot Republican women just Going after Corey, man. Hey, did you see the article about Megyn Kelly and Trump? No. Megyn Kelly took a selfie with Ron DeSantis when she interviewed him, and she's in a a dinner dress, like whatever you call that, just a full full dress, look good. She took a selfie with President Trump. She had mini skirt on. It went all the way up to her hips. I mean, she. (laughs) It's like I think she's hot for him now. Oh my God! Sorry, sorry, you can't, Megan. Megan, you're not Melania material. Just uh, no. go back to the, go back was, to the locker room. I was gonna say today the DeSantis camps. Trump was in Iowa yesterday, and he stopped at a pizza place, and everybody yeah. was like, "Oh, I some girls." And he saw some girls' shirt. I, I was like, "Oh, oh, oh. Right. that's America right there." Right, America. <laughs> and the people are trying to make it like Melania might be jealous, and I'm, I'm she ain't gonna be know, jealous. If you're Melania and you've been with him and you're a supermodel, like you ain't, you ain't. He's got kids much. older than her. Yeah, right. but you know what? You know what though? When I saw it and I saw how close it was getting, so I was like, "Man, I hope that's not a plant." Oh my god, I hope that's not a plant. <laughs> Did you see her? Though? She was like, "I know, I know, I know." That's what I said. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> the title, the title of the article that I saw that said, "We are so back." Right. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, wasn't that Happy Gilmore that he did that where girls were coming up to him? I can't. There was one movie. I I don't know if you watched that whole video, but after he got finished writing Donald J. Trump on a T-shirt, and then I think he wrote on it her arm. on her arm. Yeah. I don't know if y'all saw this, but she was like, "We love president." With her eyes closed, we love you, president. Kind of like that. I'm like, <laughs> oh gracious. That yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, look, I saw him handing out those pizzas. Now, if Ron DeSantis come out and 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 uh, do the pizza thing too, Next like week. he did the football thing, man, I am so gonna call that out. I, I am, and 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 oh, Trump's going to the uh, auto worker thing, right? Fantastic. Dems are scared. Genius, genius move. It is a genius, and is you know you look at that auto you, the UAW the union president yeah, is totally pro Biden. Yep, you guys ought to oust him. You got a chance that you see his true colors. He's yep. sending you guys jobs over to China. Your union president's doing that. Throw yep. his butt out. Yep, yep. He don't want Trump to come talk to y'all. He don't want. I mean. Be- because because he know that Trump's gonna get up there and say, well, actually he's already said it, but then he's gonna sit in front of the union people. 
your union president is 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 selling, is selling out yeah. forever. And that's what happens in all unions. You guys need to wake up. You get sold out every time. Don't blame it on the Republicans. It's the freaking mob bosses you have in there. Yep. Yep. Exactly. They give you all kinds of benefits you're never going to see. Healthcare benefits for your grandkids. You're never going to see anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing, he is doing something. Um, This reminds me of when he got out of, his uh, motorcade and walk the streets to Detroit in Detroit and yeah. taking hands. This is, this is not one Republican candidate thought about doing this. And, and if anybody does it afterwards, it's because Trump did it in the first place. Did you okay. see what Tim Scott, you want to know the Republican mindset? Did you see what Tim Scott said about it? Read Tim it. Scott on the campaign trail in Iowa said they ought to fire all those workers that are striking. Think about that. They're trying to save their jobs. You know, they say it's about this much more in wages and stuff like that. That's not what it's about. If they lose this, they're going to lose their jobs. Yeah. The writing's on the wall. He's trying to be Reagan then, I guess. Yeah, he did, but he's, he, he misses the part. Air traffic controllers are not auto factory workers. Right. 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 I There's enough cars out there to last for 20 more years. I am super excited for the for the Republican debates, because the first debate we had the Trump Trump Tucker interview. Now the second one, <laughs> the Republicans will be debating, and then Trump is going to be with the auto workers. Take like I got to look at the debate cycle just see what Trump's going to come up with because so far it's brilliant. I'd like to see. I'd like to sit there and watch the debates with Karl Rove or oh. Ron Ron McDaniel. I'd like to see them how they're reacting. I bet they're having a fit right now. Oh, yeah. I hope it drives them to a heart attack. I do. Well, yeah. And the establishment Republicans are taking such horrible positions. Oh, I mean, they're showing their true colors. Yeah. Let, let's mm-hmm. dig in and let's say we're going to give money to Ukraine. Virtually all co- many conservatives are just done with that. We want fiscal responsibility. We want our borders closed. We d- Until you get that handled, don't bring me another $21 billion to Ukraine. And, and what, what are you going to, you're going to every, we're, we're so far in debt. We don't have money to give to Ukraine. We right, have to, no. we have to take out the freaking credit card. Who does that? Lindsey yeah. Graham. Who does that? Yeah. T- take out the credit card to put somebody else's war on it. And the credit card says CCP on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah think but of that. You your know, neighbor's cars broke down. You're not like, Hey, let me pick up that bill for you. I got, no I don't money. have any money, but I'll go borrow some for you. Right. Um, who is it? Um, Z- Zelensky wanted to address Congress, and McCarthy <laughs> said no. McCarthy See, said that's no. That's an example of McCarthy being a political animal because he knows that that just can't happen. And if it wasn't for us holding him accountable, Zelensky would have been up there giving a speech. If you look at the explanation, <clears throat> it's it's a it's a bonehead explanation. Oh, uh, you know, we support it, but we don't have time. We're doing these budget, you know. In other words, he didn't he didn't take an ideological stance. Right. He he did the easiest thing he possibly could without pissing anybody off. And well, he ended up pissing me off anyway. He got the headline <laughs> he wanted, which is he banned him from talking exactly. about Ukraine, and he didn't. And I mean, this is pure politics because he never came out and said we need to stop sending money to Ukraine. Right. He just said I'm not going to let him address Congress. Yeah. We already did. We already let him once. Right. That's one of the things he said. 
You know, you only get one shot at that. I, I don't have time to put this together. We're I got to say, though, Poland came back in the last couple of days and said, we ain't sending you no more stuff either. We got to so we got to dig into that a little bit. There's a there's some there's some weirdness going on, going on there. Something's yeah, wrong. Yeah. The, yeah. Uni the United States has its first ever permanent base in Poland. Right. It started last year. It's got an infantry brigade in it, I think, or a brigade well, combat think, team. What I think is interesting, too, though, is is initially it was set up like a. Poland gave stuff to Ukraine and we gave stuff to Poland because according to our legislative rules, we were allowed to give stuff to Poland. So they gave their stuff to Ukraine. We gave our stuff to Poland, which all fit the rules versus if we would have just tried to give it to Ukraine, that probably wouldn't work. And it sounds like we haven't delivered the stuff to Poland yet. Well, the, another thing too, and I don't have all the details because this happened almost a year ago. But I think that Poland was one of the biggest beneficiaries of the Nord Stream. Nord Stream, the yeah. pipeline they blew up. Yep. Not the Nord. That's not. Was that the Nord Stream? Whatever yeah, pipeline Stream. that Russia had that that they blew up, Poland was the biggest uh, uh, gainer from that financially. Um, I'm, I don't know all the details, but it's something that use the adage "follow the money" might be. Uh, oh right. Something to do. Yeah. No. Wouldn't it be yeah. nice if we actually had a media that did stuff like that? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, that's one of the biggest problems that the United States has. And that ought to be that ought to be one of the first things that gets hashed out. These executives and these people that are making the decisions at this corporate media level need to be mm -hmm. held accountable, criminally, treason, traitorous. I mean, this is something they've done irreparable damage to several generations already, and they need to be held to account. And and say it and pointing at the CIA is not enough, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and then you see too something like Project Veritas. They finally died yesterday. I mean, it, that was right. like ninety days after they did the O'Keefe, which James O'Keefe's doing great work with his new group. And Project Veritas was it was one of the true journalistic organizations yeah. in America. But yeah, yesterday they pretty much shut up shop. They said it was a catastrophic. Good financial collapse because you know i'll tell you with them they, they had they had a couple good stories too project veritas but i couldn't play them because they were project veritas right you're not getting any airtime for me which is a shame because it is when you read more into that story um th there are some there were some shenanigans going on in, in that thing I mean, you know, I mean, and and James and James, it, James is a brother of mine. I, I mean, I I I we talked knew, to James. We knew James O'Keefe when all he had was one baseball hat, and he yeah, gave it to yeah. Wayne. Yeah, sure did that Twitter that Twitter um, thing. Um, but if you are going to spend money on certain things and stuff, you got to talk to your company, though. I mean, it's like it's like me. I, I mean. <laughs> I mean, you see, them as, dude spent money. He did. I mean, he he, he spent money. And he got receipts. But he the thing money. is, is what one of his biggest arguments, his company spent money, and he he was supposed to co-sign everything, and he didn't, and they're spending yeah. it anyway. Now I don't know all the details. I wasn't there, but that's the take I got. Yeah. No. Well, and no. I hold on. I was talking about the personal things that he was doing with it. And that's and I mean I they should have brought him in and talked to him instead of doing what they did. They should have brought him in. Could. 
handle handle it under the umbrella. You know, I mean, look, he's a founder. Look, we're going to take the card away from you for about a year. We got to recoup some of this stuff and then we'll go forward. It should have been like that. But when you see some of those receipts, when you see and and a whole lot of people haven't. A whole lot of people really haven't looked at this story because seriously, a lot of people got hurt. A lot of people got hurt with this because when you have a great organization like that and when you hear about certain things and then there's layoffs because there ain't no money or the money that was supposed to be coming in is not coming in and stuff. Okay, now James is going off and doing his thing and now the great Project Veritas is losing money and donations because people say, well, you know, we can't trust you because you got rid of the guy. Yeah, but did you see what, what some of the stuff that he was doing? You know, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, I mean, I have I have to wonder sometimes, does any conservative do anything wrong anymore? I do. I, I seriously, I'm like, does anybody do anything wrong? Or is it that, because I know if I was to do something wrong, nobody would come to my back. I know it. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it that way, but I feel like that sometimes. It's like no conservative does anything wrong anymore. Every, I mean, everything is defended. I'm like, what's what's going on? We I gotta say, I, we have to. I mean, I grew up. I grew up in a time where you had to be accountable for your action. That's that's just how I was brought up. That's it. I mean, I can't I can't deviate from that and say, okay, guess what? Uh, yeah, okay, fine. I I know what he did was wrong, but guess what? I still love the guy, and I well, actually, I still love the guy. But I gotta tell him, dude, fix it, fix it, and and let's move forward. I can't say, well, I know you did wrong, but don't worry about it. I got your back. I got your back. I, I I can't I can't do that. I I gotta say I read the charges when it came out that his company leveled against him. It was like twenty six pages or something, if I remember. There was not one charge on there that a CEO of a multi million dollar company wouldn't do. Most of the charge, I mean, it was framed in the media that it was bad. He spent a lot of money on rental cars. Fact of the matter is, when you're at that level, like, like, what's that? Flights and rental cars. But I mean, the fact of the matter is, if you're at that level, and I haven't been at that level, but I've been pretty high in the corporate world, you spend money to free up your time because you're working 24-7. And if I get somebody to drive me, that's because I'm sitting on my computer the whole time. If I'm on a first-class flight, that's because I'm working, you know, and I, I need space for that. And that's just the reality of how it works. I thought it was a little weird that it all happened the same time that everybody else was getting their 30 pieces of silver. Well, that, yeah, the board overtook him and these were kind of bogus. But there's charges. a couple of journalists in there that, that are uh, tainted. I can't remember their names. I used to know them, Burkwan or something, or I can't remember. There's pictures of them in bars and stuff. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I obviously don't know enough about this case. Yeah, I was going to say it's uh, just my opinion after reading it. And I've been in the corporate world and I've seen the sorts of expenses senior leaders incur. And as a general thing, they spend money to give them time. 
and they don't expect you sitting napping on the plane. If you're sitting first class, you're working, you got your laptop out, you're on the phone, you're doing whatever. So, but, well, I mean, I, I, um, you know, we, we, that's why, that's why we love each other on the show. Cause we have we different opinions. And, yeah, I mean, we're not I, Democrats. Yeah. I mean, you know, we read, we come to our understanding about certain things and we move forward, but, uh, we don't try to force, we don't try to force uh, our beliefs on each other because I wouldn't want a black uh, Hutch Bailey Jr. or a black J. Rob sitting up there saying that they are the news ninja. Uh, I, I like them for just exactly who they are. Well, I, actually, I love them for who they are. Um, I don't love politicians, but I love my boys. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I go now, if they were to do something wrong, I would call them. <laughs> I call him. I'm like, you know, you effed up, right, <laughs> man? You know, you know, all right, man. Okay, you effed up. I did. I'll, I'll shut okay. up. All right. Well, no, and no, here's no. the beauty of being a conservative too: we get to have different opinions. When was the last time you saw a Democrat have a different opinion? I, well, <laughs> JFK. Right. <laughs> Look how that ended up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. Boom. That was that was one badass bullet. Right. <laughs> You're like five people. Yeah. Turn in midair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can we do the JFK assassination show, guys? Oh my god. <laughs> Come on, I, I have my mind, hat. I'm ready. I wouldn't mind doing it. I seriously, I wouldn't I wouldn't RF, RFK messed with freaking <laughs> Tony Joe Batters out of Chicago oh. <laughs> told Jimmy Hoffa he was a punk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're in good shape. You're smart. You guys are on the ball. Well, I mean, that, yeah. yeah. After yeah. after Momo Giancana stole the election for you. Ugh. Yeah. Dang. Dumb. Man. Dumb. Man. He just, oh, man, Bobby. 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 <laughs> right. Bobby you, pissed the, you pissed the mob and the CIA off. Man, come on. You can't do that. And then had an you can, but you know how that ends up. They they burst the magic bullet on your ass. And then had an affair. Yeah. With, with the mob's like the mob. <laughs> the mob head and he was sharing the Attorney general was having an affair with the same woman at the same time. I mean the McGuire sisters. Jesus. Uh, oh my God. I don't even we're have to say Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting ready to go. Um, I was just looking at a, a photo or a video on my timeline. Donald Trump was talking about um, his love of the country and different things. But the way that he did it, he kind of held back a little bit because it seemed like when he was talking about it, he started thinking about where we were or or where we are right now. And it was, it was so touching because you can also tell the man that stood up in front of America a few years ago and we love you, President Trump. I love you too. The man that did that, you can tell how much love that he has for this country. And I, I mean, I, I, uh, you know, I don't know any other politician that would do that. None. None. I think Donald Trump's a parent. Um, well, and I and I think President Trump recognizes the moment that we're in culturally. We're on a precipice financially. We're on a precipice. World War Three. We're on a precipice. Immigration. And 
immigration. Oh my God. I think they just said 75,000. That's people. the wrong word too. immigration. That's right. the wrong word. It's, it's not invasion. immigration. No, no, it's not immigration. It's not 450 it's Venezuelans, man. Are you kidding me? Right. Have you seen how they live? Well, I have thousand thousand. You mean, don't you? 450,000. And it's scary because we've talked about all these things that they call this conspiracy theorists or racist or whatever, but all these things are coming to a head. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. I mean, we could wake up in two months being world war three shooting war with Russia. We could have millions of people just continue to stream across the border. Our, our big cities are completely imploding, which that's kind of entertaining now that they all want to be sanctuary cities. And I mean, it's, it's kind of which is the first pin that comes out of the grenade. You just think of this. Know. Think of this. Four hundred fifty thousand Venezuelans. Let me translate it. What's that? Four hundred seventy-two. Let me translate that. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, population three hundred sixty thousand. Right. Uh, now think about this. We get in a shooting war. You go with what Jason said. How long before four hundred seventy-two thousand military-age male Venezuelans infiltrate our military? Well, yeah. and not just that, those yeah. 450,000 people are getting money from the government that they've never paid in for. So and that's just, only one country. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right. I mean, all these folks are, and you don't want to be like that, but we only got so much money. I don't know why people think we only we have. I think we money. need to be that way. I, the, I, one of the best things I ever heard Donald Trump say is that he's going to create the biggest deportation process since General Eisenhower. Yeah. And I, man, I applauded that because we have to do that. If we want to preserve our culture, we have to do that. NBC just announced that, that they dropped an article today that said President Trump announced he's going to deport all non-American citizens. Good. And, and I'm like, that sounds like a Trump campaign ad. I'll tell you yeah. what, that takes the, that takes the black vote from 25% to 50. Right. Yeah. Because there's, that's where they're living in their neighborhoods, in yep. the poor neighborhoods. Not just and, black, um, the poor neighborhoods. And Bolton, Bolton came out yesterday and said, if Donald Trump is elected, he's going to most certainly withdraw the United States from NATO. I said, elect on the good, right? Good, another elect Trump campaign ad, right? They don't see, they don't get it. No, like, like, like Jason said, they're back in 2014. Yep, they're yep. they're wishing it was 2014 again. Carl Rove is about ready to eat the gun. I guarantee it. <laughs> guarantee it. Well, and this world's over, man. The establishment <laughs> Republicans don't realize without MAGA, they're done. They're irrelevant. I think we should we should smother them. <laughs> I do. I think we should end the Republican Party right now. Yeah, I do too. Right after the election. Yeah, yeah. Just, can't just get rid of it and rebuild. You got four years to rebuild. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, last thoughts, Jason. I was going to say, if I could encourage people to do one thing other than like commenting and sharing the show, that is be active on social media and all these 20 members of the house that are talking, reply to their tweets, reply to their Facebook posts, tell them how much you appreciate what they're doing. They need to understand the American people support them and they, you can't retweet or comment too much to these folks because they need to understand we have their back and they're doing our, they're doing what we want them to do. So on that, have a great weekend folks. Hutch over to you. A shout out to uh rumble. Everybody doesn't do the right thing all the time.
Right. But Rumble was contacted by the British Parliament. They demanded that they, they remove or demonetize Russell Brand, and Rumble said, screw you. Congratulations, Rumble. Yeah, we didn't you, talk about that, but that was spectacular. Yeah. Um, we will. We hope that everybody has a, a, a safe weekend. Don't get in trouble. Okay. Stay out of trouble. Don't call us. Don't call us because we ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.